0: Well, the 26th didn't offer a whole lot in terms of compelling bowl, goal, uh, bowl games, but the 27th hopefully does. Welcome back in. College Football News Podcast, Nick Shepkowski and Pete Futek here to break down all four games for December 27th, the Friday after Christmas. We'll get right into them. The Military Bowl presented by the Northrop Grumman Group. Uh, this takes place in Annapolis, Maryland, North Carolina. They send out the tweet the start of December of Oh, we're going to the nation's capital. Well, newsflash, North Carolina. I guess there's jokes to be made about uh, the education there at your university. Capital of this country is Washington, D.C. You're going to Annapolis to take on Temple. How does this one play out, Pete? Because I think that this is uh, kind of going by your old rules of powerhouse or at least big-time Power Five conference against Group of Five. I like North Carolina in a route in this one.
1: I, I always liked, by the way, the, the sponsorship of this game. You're watching the uh, nice college football game. I was like, hmm, I was in the market for a ballistic missile system. I think I, Northrop Grumman, you say. Uh, you're right. I am absolutely snobbing up here. Uh, group of five, power five. Not just power five over group of five. Not just North Carolina over Temple. Rod Carey, his, he's a great guy. Was a great head coach at Northern Illinois. Not just 0 for 6 in bowl games, but just getting pile-driven and game after game. I mean, those Northern Illinois teams just got annihilated in bowl games until I'm, until it proved otherwise I'm going North Carolina over, not just temple over Rod Carey, again, fine fellow, snappy dresser, big, give me North Carolina in the points. And if I'm wrong, well done, coach Carey. Well, now change my tune on this, but prove me wrong on there.
0: It's an episode and it's a discussion for another day, but uh, I was, I I guess I was pleasantly surprised and pleasantly happy to be wrong about Mac Brown and his return to North Carolina. He's already accomplished more there than I thought he would in his return turn trip games start to get fun though starting really friday afternoon this game got a guy to pretty much quit his job right afterwards last year talking about the new era pinstripe bull where mark rick got destroyed by wisconsin walked off the field and was like you know what Screw this. I'm going to go get a paycheck to talk about this instead of coach this silly game. This year, it's Wake Forest and Michigan State. As Michigan State enters this, a slight favorite. Wake Forest was a team that was playing with an unbeaten year there, kind of deep, oddly into October, and the wheels fell off, came uh, November for them. How does this play out? I tend to... I've been so wrong about Michigan State all year long that I just can't allow myself to get on board with it, so I'll take Wake Forest here, but I don't feel about good about the state of either one of these teams at the end of this season.
1: I want nothing to do with this game. Uh, the problem with it is, I've, I'm with you, I've been waiting all year for Michigan State to finally show up and do what it is supposed to do. Uh, maybe they're just not that good. Maybe we're just trying. We're, we're trying to make a pick happen here. So I'm going to say Michigan State wins but not covers, so it's a bad pick because the line's only four. So I'm going to sheepishly say I'm taking Wake Forest with the points, but Michigan State should win. So basically I'm saying I have no clue or no real honest thought about this game other than just stay away from it. If you're an investor, there are too many quirky parts at play here. But if I have to do it, I'm going to say, give me Wake Forest and the points and not be happy about
0: it. Yeah, I thought Michigan State's defense was going to be great. Played really well for maybe about half the season and then it fell off. The offense never turned a corner. Wake Forest at least has an offense that I kind of like, even though it hasn't looked nearly as good here in recent weeks either. I'll take Wake Forest and not feel particularly great about it. Uh, 6.45 Eastern Time, NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas. It's a couple of former Big 12 rivals taking part in the Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl. Oklahoma State taking on Texas A&M. Texas A&M, a team that you were very high on entering this year. Safe to say they didn't live up to that expectation. But in my eyes, it's a team that's still markably better than what Oklahoma State has to offer in this. And because of that, I'm taking the Aggies and, and, and laying the points.
1: What stinks is that this should have been the Texas versus Texas A&M Bowl, but welcome to politics. Welcome to the world of uh, Texas when it comes to uh, high finance, high falutin' men with hats and things who – we don't really want to see Texas versus Texas A&M for a whole slew of reasons on both sides. This is where I get accused all the time of being Mr. SEC and all that. I am all in. SEC, Texas A&M, Jimbo Fisher... I think they just rocked this Oklahoma safety. Now, Mike Gundy's been pretty good in bowls. He's a good bowl coach. They've got a lot of weapons here. Chuba Hubbard's fantastic. But still, backup quarterback didn't really help out at the end of the season. Drew Brown has just been okay, not amazing, not having Tylen Wallace around anymore. That was a problem over the back half of the season. And Texas A&M, you're right, massive disappointment, but when you play Clemson, when you play Alabama, when you play LSU, when you play Auburn, those are some pretty good teams that they lost to. I think Texas A&M says, all right, enough of this. They rock in this game. I'm going all Aggies, SEC, SEC.
0: Yeah, you are Mr. SEC, and I'm not as sold on the conference top to bottom as maybe you are. They just The problem with me with the Texas A&M, and that's conversation we can have in our postseason shows and recapping the goods and the bads. But looking at that, I, they just – they weren't competitive enough in any of those games as um, as I would have liked to have seen.
1: They didn't look like they have an answer. The problem in those games is they didn't seem like they had something there that they were about to uh, throw at an Alabama or a Clemson. It just sort of seemed like they got out there, didn't work. They, Kellen Mann was not hitting passes, and let's just go move on.
0: Okay, so the other game here on Friday, December 27th, playing out in San Diego, the San Diego Credit, uh, County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Some old good memories growing up watching this game. Used to just be high-scoring affair, crazy endings, it seemed like, just about every year. This year, a rematch of, what was it, the Orange Bowl in the 2002 season, USC taking on Iowa in yeah. this one. It's just not that uh, either one of those teams are as good as those 2002 Iowa USC teams and we work.
1: failed miserably we did this before and failed miserably i'm going to throw this at you again can you name the quarter i actually know this one yeah so can you name I. the quarterbacks in that game oh
0: man you can give me the quarterback carson palmer who won the heisman trophy that year for usc you can give me brad banks the quarterback at iowa he's turning nice. around well handing the ball off to a fred russell dallas clark's running up and down the field for that iowa team that was a damn fun iowa team until they returned the before opening, the days kickoff, of social and, uh, media
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before the before the days of social media, I was getting killed by Iowa people who were screaming Brad Banks for Heisman and would not hear anything else of it. by emails and just by various message back in the message board days, Brad, the love for Brad Banks back then was off the charts. And then they got absolutely utterly destroyed by uh usc and carson palmer and i think in this one the first day of the rest of clayton clay helton's life he'd better win this he i mean i was a good solid strong team they their three losses very very close they were real close to beating uh they need a two-point conversion at the end against wisconsin it didn't get they came close against michigan came close against iowa i'm sorry against uh, penn state uh, this is where I think USC rises up and says, you know what? We're pretty good. And here's my early prediction. USC is going to be a preseason top 10 team next year, and it starts with this game.
0: Oh, boy. I That seems like a reach. I don't think Clay Helton's They're nearly loaded. as bad a coach. They get everyone I, back. Yeah, except Pittman. Pittman's going pro, right? um but yeah they get
1: everyone else in the receiving core a quarterback they get something crazy like 15 of their top 16 tacklers back this is going to be an absolutely loaded team except with clay helton at the helm and not urban meyer
0: yeah that's kind of the issue there and that makes me trouble buying into usc being a top 10 team because of that but i do like them in this game i don't think they were nearly as bad as they were kind of pegged to be they started off slow there's that bad loss at byu that uh That's on the plate there, and also getting killed by Oregon did no one any favors. I don't think it's that bad of a team, though. They're physical up front. They're more physical up front than Iowa, and I like them in kind of a grinded-out type of style in this one. I like them to sneak by Iowa in it and uh, win like a, I don't know, 24 to 20-ish type of game and walk out victorious, and maybe their top 10 to start of next year, and then they can be one of the biggest disappointments at the end of next year, Pete.
1: At the very least, America could watch this because used to be uh, not all that long ago. The ho- you're right. The Holiday Bowl was some of the best bowl games of the season, and they would be played so late. They would end at like 2.30 in the morning East Coast time. So at least now you get to watch it. And This should be at least entertaining. It's not going to be high-scoring craziness, but uh, it should be a real tight, good game. And again, I think USC pulls this off. Finally, the Cheez-It Bowl caps your Friday
0: night. Going on in Phoenix, Arizona, Washington State, Air Force in this one, and I only can pray to God on this and hope that it's half as entertaining as the magical game that was last year's Cheez-It Bowl with Cal and TCU tripping over each other's feet the entire way down the field in what was, to me, one of the most beautiful displays of football ever seen the 2018 Cheez-It Bowl
1: don't uh don't dog my cheese at bowl look all these other bowl games they kind of blend into one you forget them nothing have or happen whatever. The Chisa Bowl is just pure performance art. I mean, to, to have nine interceptions and be that bad, and I believe it was 26 yards of passing by TCU, and then at, at the end of all that, they gave us free football. They gave us more bad football. It was beautiful. We can only hope for that again. But actually, as bad as last year's game was, I think this year it owes us, and it's going to come through. I actually believe this is going to be one. This is among my top five to watch this year mainly because you have the contrast in style you have the washington state high octane passing game that nobody can stop you have the air force running game that no one can stop and i think between the two of them is going to be a fun offensive show uh, i'm going to take washington state in this just because i'm a power five snob and i'm going to go uh passing game over running game but this is going to be a high scoring shootout i'm looking for something entertaining because darn it the cheese up bowl owes america this
0: That's Pete Futek. I'm Nick Shepkowski. Thanks, as always, for listening to the College Football News Podcast. If you've not yet done it, hit subscribe and be listening as we preview, give you a a pick for each and every bowl game this bowl season. Next one to come is one of the fun ones because we get a good morning slate of games before the college football playoff on December 20th. Make sure you listen to that episode and all of them on the College Football News Podcast as we preview each and every bowl game all December long.